0: Hey everyone, it's Haley here. I don't really have a whole lot at the top of this episode, so honestly, I'll just welcome you in. Welcome to episode 131 Neighbor Danger.
1: That go boo, then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 131. Steve, what you drinking, bud? I am drinking a Plaid Piper Scottish Ale from Imperial Oak Brewing. Cool. It's very good. Haley, you got anything cool over there?
0: I do. I have a can straight out of Alice in Wonderland, it seems. It is a cider by Stem Ciders, and it is a lavender apple cider. Look at that can. It's got a little maze on it.
1: Lavender apple cider. Yeah. Hmm. Let me know how it is.
0: It's pretty good. It, the the taste is in the like the lavender taste is all in the um like back half.
1: Okay,
2: Brooks, what you got? Oh, I was hoping you were gonna give me that uh, The back half. Speaking of the back <laughs> half, I taste. I know back what half. I got. I thought about it. <laughs> I know what I got. <laughs> Still on those onsetters from Wolf's Ridge. Uh, beautiful, uh, and I. Believe it's a topographical map. I don't know exactly where the topical topographical map elevations. I believe, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. I you think, got elevation I think that's it. marks. It's
2: either that or late or like I don't know if there is a different term for he's describing to, the can. The
1: pattern yeah, the he's been twisting the can around in his hands. So, uh, Emily, what you got?
3: Today, I am drinking a Truly Mango Lemonade. Having it for the first time.
1: Really? You haven't had one of those?
3: No, I haven't. So I'm excited.
1: Well, speaking of something I haven't had, uh, I think this drink is brought to us by by Bipolar Pop-Tart yet again. It's Atonement. It's three shots of whiskey with... uh, Triple caffeinated Earl Grey tea. Yep, steeped in it. I provided that from a couple episodes ago.
3: And the triple caffeinated was not expressly required by the. Uh, it Wasn't drink required by law.
1: It was actually fr- frowned upon by law. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a, a tough drink.
1: I definitely i taste the I taste the tea. It's good. It's going to get me where I want to go.
2: Not required. Uh, possibly.
1: Oh, it's potent, man. It's potent. It's straight liquor and straight tea. But the caffeine was hinted upon. The caffeine's in there. Uh, so, uh, I lost, clearly, so why don't you guys roll off? Okay. Sitting at a five.
3: Sixteen. My lucky die has failed me with a three.
4: Eleven.
3: All oh, right. it's me.
4: Emily's next. You know what to do. You know what to do. <laughs> she, won't do <laughs> no, she won't do
3: it. I'm not saying that, and I do know what to do. So I'm just gonna go with our regular drinks. Hmm.
1: Disappointing.
0: I do have access, guys. In case we ever I have access to as well. That.
1: I can do whatever I want. I could <laughs> be whatever I want it to be.
3: Yeah, really. Any of us could post any poll on the Patreon page. So if you do it before me. Drinks are about to get
1: real nasty.
3: (laughs) But I prefer to blame everything on Emily, so.
4: I also don't want to do (laughs) any more
2: work. She is a nice scapegoat for
3: this.
2: (laughs) Guys, I would love to come up with the names of drinks.
3: That is my favorite No.
1: (laughs) What if they all have the same name on the bowl, but different components? (laughs) These four drinks are the Gasoline Queen specials. (laughs)
0: This this is the drink gasoline special. It was outvoted by, um, outvoted over the other three drinks, all named gasoline
4: special. Wasn't <laughs> the gasoline queen special? What, like a, a
1: little bit yeah. of everything? It in was a, a drink. Oh yeah. boy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was voted it on drink
4: everything in the cupboard early uh-huh. on.
3: Yeah, it was really early when I was still using like some of our tiers as drinks in the poll, and uh, it it did get. Did get selected one time, and it was just a little bit of everything we had in our little liquor cabinet.
1: Did, did a tray of shots ever get voted on? That's what so we did. That. We did do that. We did. We did yeah, that. Like you just did three that. episodes, Dave.
3: <laughs> we might have had one too, where it was uh everybody had to make a shot based on their character oh, as yeah, well. Did we did happen. that for like one hundred.
1: Man, we should really game. we should really have a drinks hall of fame.
3: Oh. That would be a fun list to compile.
1: If you think about it, we have like a hundred and ten unique drinks since we like started the Patreon, I think.
3: We've had an awful lot and we have like all of the drinks that we have done, so we could go back and look through the list for any that we've forgotten.
1: Well, that sounds like a good way to call out some people that have suggested some things, <laughs> But with the drinks out of the way, when we last met our heroes, they had a conversation with Horace Kroon about the town of Ilmarsh and headed there. They made it first to the town square and then headed to the only inn in town where they met a, an eccentric inn owner and rented rooms. And then they headed to the Wall-Eyed Kraken, which is the only dedicated tavern in town. The patrons cleared out, the regulars, cleared out upon seeing these outsiders in their bar. And you're left with the barkeep. And you had just kind of sidled up to the bar with her. She handed you each a drink. I assume you drank it, except for Matumbe. She handed him a water because he wasn't ordering alcohol. Horace, uh, you...
2: Call him by well, uh, Croon the Crackpot. You talking yes. about?
1: Everybody Vi- in town calls him that. Five, would you call him that? It's a for some of us, it's a term of endearment. You know, he just he's one of those inventors. Keeps to himself a lot of the time. Call him Croon the Crackpot because he's always spewing. All he ever wants to talk about is about his inventions and that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, half the time they work, half the time they don't. By the way, I don't think I caught any of y'all's names. I'm, uh, I'm Laurel Sills. It's a pleasure. Uh, I, I appreciate you staying, not leaving after your first drink and emptying me out of patrons. Yeah, no problem,
0: Laurel. Uh, my name is Eclipse, and, uh, these are my longtime friends should look around at you guys to introduce yourselves.
4: I am Matoombe.
3: Cliffs Matoombe. Pleasure to meet you. Name's Freya. Are you here to help by chance? <laughs> How'd you know? I
1: saw the first aid kid on your belt.
3: I'm always looking to help someone in need. If you know anyone, you know who to look for. I'll
1: keep you posted. They probably wouldn't accept help from a stranger.
2: And I am Elbia.
1: Herbert? Was that Herbert? <laughs> how do you, how do you spell it? Air bear. L- like, <laughs> it's just called air bear. Like, uh, like Air Jordan and Bear, like the thing in the woods. Yeah, it's
2: it's just like that. All right, I got it. Uh, air Jordan. Uh. Yeah, Jordan of the Airs. He's from the plane of air. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have thoughts of this creature. Pretty
1: renowned air elemental. I'm surprised you hadn't heard of him.
0: So I do question how long, how long does someone have to stay to not be an outsider?
1: Well, I mean, you know the the residents here ain't gonna leave if if someone like your uh, your employer, Hor- Horace Croon, if he were to come in, you know he he's been living in town for a good ten years, you know. So if we did that every time someone like him came in we'd be moving around quite a bit uh we've gotten used to him but for all intents and purposes he's still kind of treated like an outsider Or at least people make fun of him behind his back uh however if you're brand new to town um unless you got some kind of you know business with someone in the town it's a little difficult to integrate i'd say
0: Oh, well then we're in trouble because our business is mostly with Horace
1: no, That's a shame um, Well, as you can see, I, you know I'm friendly as could be
0: Does she smell like fish?
1: She does smell like fish
0: Okay I'm, tr- I'm trying to make sure there's not a trend Where the irritable ones smell like fish and the non-irritable <laughs> don't
1: <laughs> We ain't all as irritable as our bowel syndrome in this town How's nature check?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so y'all are here working for Horace and you just, you know, having a having a mid-afternoon drink? Is that the... That's what's going on?
2: Well, uh, this is our first day here and... Well, we heard that his... previous employees... Uh, merely
1: just jumped off his boat. That's yeah. actually a cruel prank that the people in town. Uh, like to play on poor old horse. Oh. Uh, whenever, whenever he does order, or, or whenever he does ask uh, people from Ilmarsh to work for him, the poor guy, he never learns. You know, they jump right off the boat. They know he ain't quite a good uh, captain, as it were, and this is not the first time this has happened?
0: <laughs> no, many it just times? I,
1: I'm so glad all y'all have uh, come into town cause it just nobody he doesn't have anybody to help him besides the people in town, so he, he kinda has no recourse. He's gotta he's gotta try and hire somebody for some coin and and get him to help him out. Well no wonder he hired us. I hate the way that our society treats the elderly. playing pranks on them. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure they don't mean no harm by it. This is the funniest thing, when we give them the wrong
2: medication.
1: (laughs) Come on. Come on. Maybe y'all are more suspicious than I took you for.
3: I would monitor all medication given out. I'll make sure the right ones are given. (laughs) <laughs> you mentioned that people that come here to do business with someone in town are more accepted. Who often has outsiders come in to help them?
1: I mean, sometimes fishermen, uh, lake folk come in, use the ports, stay the night, end up having having something to do with someone in town. I mean, usually usually we don't have much external com- contact but it does happen where uh you know folks like i told you about like the farmers and stuff that don't necessarily live in the town have contact in town and are generally more accepted or if somebody has dealings with like the mayor or one of the um one of the prominent families in town you know usually um back in the day when uh when the Undiamedes used to um, used to rule over the town uh people were a little more welcome because they had kind of a further reach they used to uh they used to do business outside of outside of ill marsh you know i I actually don't know that you know if you're outsiders i mean it's it's classic story about uh you know smugglers and that kind of thing uh ruling the town and as you can imagine to sell smuggled wares you gotta cast your net a little further than this little just just point of order, last episode I rolled a uh, a knowledge
4: check and we learned that this gentleman, Cassius, he's like a smuggling lord who founded the town and was Mm -hmm. running things. Was he an endiomede?
1: Yes. Okay, That was his last name. Cool.
0: So have you had anyone unusual visiting in the past couple weeks? Besides ourselves, I guess?
1: I guess unusual how. I mean, y'all are the most uh, diverse group of folk I've seen in quite some time.
0: That's uh that's not the type of unusual I meant. I meant someone who is not uh regularly here for business or someone who didn't have dealings with someone who regularly leaves town.
1: Well tell you what. Take another shot with me, maybe my my lips will loosen up quite a little bit.
0: Alright, yeah.
1: Um and she, she downs her shot. Um, we ain't had uh, nobody new in town since that uh, that Lucas feller showed up. Uh, Gaster Lucas. Um, but he he kept to himself pretty much. Uh, he didn't talk to me nearly as much as y'all are. Um, and he didn't, didn't seem to cause no trouble.
0: Well, that's a shame for him. You're lovely company. You said had a past tense... Type of words.
1: Well, I ain't seen him uh, in a couple of days, but he was—you know—he was in town for a bit of time. Was staying, uh, staying over at the inn. Vroom. Probably still is staying over at the inn. He just ha- hadn't been over here to, you know, drink. I suppose.
4: I was under the impression the only outsiders this town saw were people coming to sell their way. We- uh, farmers trying to keep the town fed.
1: Yeah, I think, He's I think Gaster, Gaster must have had some kind of business contract with somebody in town. You know? Uh, he certainly wasn't a farmer. I feel... I have to ask...
2: Why exactly are the people so cold to outsiders? This... I, I guess I understand if there may be less traffic than a different town, but there is no reason to fear
1: us. Why don't you guys make me another diplomacy check? You made a really good one at the beginning. Yeah. And now she's had a couple of drinks. Be happy to. Are, are you looking for
4: individual diplomacies or like a point person leading this? Thing?
1: I think all four of you are having a conversation, so I would say okay. a point person with aid is completely fine. I would like to aid.
3: I can also aid.
4: My diplomacy is a plus seven with the extra d6. How are you looking? I am really? a plus
0: 10. We go over this every time. It's yeah. like almost let's, a net neutral, no matter who does it. Let's
4: do you. I think you've been talking okay. more than I have anyway. So I blow away succeeding. I aid. Frey
0: also aids. 17.
1: No, that's really oh. not good. I rolled a plot. Oh,
0: no.
1: Clips like goes to talk and spills the shots that uh, she's attempting to pour I, I imagine it's reason like this that people don't take kindly to strangers like y'all you know wasting my alcohol you get everybody in the bar is gone
0: can I bribe her I wasted her alcohol I will shove cash at her
1: Okay, what do you say
0: I'm so sorry. I think I may have overindulged. Here's ten gold. That's a lot. I know that's a lot.
1: Alright. I suppose you're buying my drinks for the rest of the night. Um, I expect you to be back here tomorrow to buy me drinks if you know, if you're trying to keep uh, this friendly relationship going. Absolutely.
0: Best tavern in town.
1: We have no plans for tomorrow night
2: So How fancy do you want this to get?
1: Okay, okay So, okay, okay. so do you guys have your scores from the aid? Do you remember what you rolled? Total 20 27
3: uh, 25
1: So what we're going to do is we're going to take the best roll And add the aid So that's a 33 27 plus 6 yeah All right, well, I mean, part of, you know, people in town probably aren't, it's not my business personally, you know, because I I run the tavern. It does affect um, dinner and some such, but, um, you know, fishing has been poor of late, so that might cause uh, some of the the salty disposition. Um, And the neighbors down bay ain't been seen for a while. You know, maybe they got fu- <laughs> maybe they got fed up with all the foreigners here hereabouts and just up and left. You know, with Gaster being here for a while now, y'all are here. Things are so bad. You know, folks started to see the Watcher in the bay near to town, and that can't be no good.
0: The fishing's bad.
1: Yeah, fishing's gone bad, and you know the the order order of the Indomitable Sea. Uh, the, the orders, uh, Vizier and Vickers, ha- haven't been able to figure out what's wrong with the fishing or or what happened to the neighbors down bay. Uh, I, I reckon things will take a turn for the worse before they get met better. Order of the Indomitable Sea. Is that something I could roll on? Uh, it was the building, actually, when you, when you oh, were in the town square. Okay. It was the building directly to the south. It looked like the Temple of Gazra.
4: All right. Well, I am very interested in the neighbors missing. Na- neighbors from your community, or or neighbors to to the
1: community. Well, yeah, uh, neighbors down bay. They they ain't from Ilmarsh. Mm-hmm. Well, they're always, you know, we're doing fostering the kids with them, and they they always uh, helped us, you know, with. They helped the town prosper. Uh, they they always everybody always said they were some kind of good luck charm.
0: Oh, do do they have a a town then, like their own town? Because neighbors, that like you know, if they're not quite from this town, but it's a group of people.
1: Or I reckon uh, no one but the the ones that have been fostered ever been allowed to go see them. Uh, usually, they come to us.
3: Oh, that's rather accepting of your town uh, to accept someone else from outside of Illmarsh. Oh,
1: we into don't the town. <laughs> we don't foster people here. They foster our kids.
0: Oh, um, that is a practice I haven't heard of. I myself was adopted and then uh, familiar with other people you know, raising children that are not their own, but why would you send your children to them?
1: I mean, it's been a tradition since Cassius and Diomede founded the town.
0: How many a year get fostered?
1: Depends how many are born.
0: Oh, is it a percentage?
1: Well, the town, uh, you know, they... Your firstborn daughter, they stay in the town. But then, your uh, if you have a second daughter and a, or a third daughter, they get they go fostering to uh, build a build a community between us and the neighbors down bay. And the sons? Sons don't get fostered. Sons are uh, sons stay in town. Hmm.
4: Interesting.
1: The watcher, we... The-
2: well, heard about it uh, on our way here, you says
1: that it is getting closer? It's, um, it's getting more and more common to see, at least, you know, fishermen, often the fishermen around town come to this tavern and, and they've been talking about it more,
4: more frequently. And it's just sightings, no actual
1: encounters? No one has encountered it, no. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard that uh, you know some of our braver citizens here have actually tried to chase it down, but it just kind of disappears.
2: Would this be the reason why you are not getting as much fish? In no, I, thi-
1: I think it's because we ain't had contact with the neighbors in such a long time.
2: Oh, you think that the fish have a
1: direct correlation? Well, like to- I said, you know, the neighbors are a good look charm. Ever since we had a relationship oh. with the neighbors, we've been fishing's been good, and, and we ain't seen the neighbors in, in a bit of time.
0: So, is there a lower quantity of Babies born?
1: No, that ain't it. Neighbors just haven't come to...
0: Take the second and third born daughters? They
1: haven't come to foster in quite a while.
0: What's quite a while?
1: Quite a while. You know, uh, it started slowing down when I was young. About 20 years ago, it started slowing down. It's gotten even slower as late. It's almost stopped right now, which is why I think tensions are high in town. Uh, there was still a trickle. There was still, you know, sporadic communication with the neighbors in the past, but now it seems they've all but disappeared. Uh, forgive me for not understanding your, your, your local customs
4: here. Fast, the, the word foster, to me, it implicates that the children were returned to the community. These daughters, these second and third
1: daughters, they would come back, Yes. Yeah, sometimes they do. Sometimes they decide that they want to be a part of the neighbor's community. And they stay there. And
4: the daughters that return, maybe they learn something?
1: They come back. They Were they changed in any way? Last neighbor or last foster that came back was about 25 years ago. Around when, around when I was young, real young. But we heard about her. It was about when Um about when the Undiomedes died out.
0: Is she still around?
1: If she is. She haven't ever never talked to anybody
4: in town. I, I I'm sorry if I if I misunderstand. You
1: say if she is, she hasn't talked to anybody. Do you know where she may be? I don't know much about what happened to Lorna Undiomede, but I ain't never seen her. I only heard about her. I heard she came back from fostering. She was a woman by the time she'd come back, but... I never heard of what happened to her. I see.
2: Her original family. Do they not look for her? Uh, Is there... I mean, I'm sure they must be grieving in some way.
1: I mean, I'll tell you. Because, you, you know, you seem like nice folk, but Madison Diomede was the last living in Diomede, and he he died almost 20 years ago.
0: And she returned 25?
1: Mm-hmm. You said he died 20 years ago? Yeah.
0: So that means they were at least together for five years, or at least knew each other for five mm-hmm. years after she came back.
1: Interesting.
3: You say the neighbors haven't been visiting much anymore. Have you actually met them?
1: No, I'm, I ain't met the the neighbors. Um, the the clergy of the Order of the Indomitable Sea, they're the, they're the ones that uh, kind of deal with the fostering between families and the, and the neighbors. Otherwise, I mean, none of us in town have seen them. And at this point, she's, like, kind of flush. She's been kind of drinking with you guys.
2: Well, this has certainly been an interesting conversation for simple assistant inventor assistants like us.
1: Yeah, I mean, y'all seem willing to let me spin a yarn. I appreciate it. I mean... It's not, not often you get to talk about the town you live in, especially when strangers don't come around. It's weird being a bartender, you know, like a tavern owner, and like, you see, it's like if in the show Cheers, like the only people that uh, came in were the ones whose names you knew, and no one knew ever came in. It's kind of like my job. It gets a little boring, you know? I did hear of Cheers. I mean, we've all heard of Cheers, am I right? You know, we live in a in a bumfuck town. We still know about Cheers. You speak <laughs> tongues of which I am not familiar with.
4: Programming. <laughs>
1: cheers.
4: Where everyone
1: knows your name. You know, where everybody knows your name. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> this guy dumb as rocks?
2: This is... He is very knowledgeable about the uh, uh,
1: inventions. He, put, that... he didn't put any points into Knowledge <laughs> Fourth Wall, did he? <laughs> no. you have anything else for her?
2: Do we want to ask where these neighbors are?
3: She already said she like, didn't really... She's never met them. It sounds like if we want to know more we need to go to that order of the Abdominable sea that temple to learn more about the neighbors and the fostering program well, and yeah i want to go there they, they don't have really like a,
2: a village
0: no 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 that's what we already kind of asked about mm-hmm. that it's yeah. kind of weird because it sounds as though no one in the town truly understands what or where they are besides like they come and take children so the only people who might know
3: are that order
2: the clergy hmm
3: and the the item that was stolen back from the uh, university, like a long time ago, was a sea sage effigy. So that yeah. makes sense. It would go to a temple, potentially. So that might be another follow up.
2: Yeah, there. yeah. I don't know why, or right? you know, I I actually completely disagree. It's a sea sage effigy, not a. S- a lake effigy, so I think it's we, not a we don't need effigy, to, so <laughs> Yeah, we, we don't need to pursue that. Unfortunately.
4: Well, Miss Sills, we appreciate all of the information you have given us, and this has been a very enlightening session of drinking.
1: However, uh, fortunately, your friend over there she gave me, gave me enough to shut down for the evening. So I guess I don't have to worry about new patrons. I'm a little drunk to be serving anyway.
0: Enjoy the rest of the night off.
1: That's correct. I think I will. Maybe I'll treat myself to some private matters.
0: No, we're gonna leave (laughs) before you do that.
1: Let's
4: go. Let's go.
2: (laughs) You know, Zia, if you don't mind, uh, we are not bad people. I know everyone else seems to dislike us, but
1: you taught me something today. It's appreciative my friend. You to- taught me not to judge a rat by his dead arms. That's missing tail. Don't forget that. But uh,
2: it's it would be much appreciated.
1: Well, I, I suppose I might be running into y'all later. Um, just be careful out there. Not everybody in this town is as friendly as I am or as drunk. We will certainly keep that in night. We did say
2: that we are coming back tomorrow, so.
1: Yeah, you did give me your word you would be back tomorrow to buy me a round of drinks. I will. So and we'll, I wink.
0: We'll see you tomorrow so long as nothing happens that could potentially impair us from coming while we were at Croon's shop.
4: And on that note, let's head to the Temple of Gazra. She thinks to herself
1: as you leave, I wonder if she was just covering her ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what are you guys doing? You're back in the town square. You're in the upper corner here, the wall-eyed kraken. You see that there is... Uh, there's a path past this bar that goes straight to the wharves. There's uh, another shop on the other side of the path, and then you... Remember from your initial perception of this town that there was uh, the recondite order of the indomitable sea to the south, and it's it's this kind of like long, large building and then uh, you have Town Hall, which is another fairly long building bookending the town square. All right. I, I think it's to the temple.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: So, you see before you, constructed of dark, weather-beaten field stones, the building displays an archaic architectural style architectural style not seen elsewhere in town. The hall of the Recondite Order is Ilmarsh's only church. And as you can see uh, from exterior appearances, uh, it appears to be a Gosrin church. So you guys enter this church and you enter upon a covered segment of the church a portico this open colonnaded portico faces the dark waters of Lake Incarthen. a stone statue of a mermaid with long flowing green hair holding a trident and a conch shell stands in the middle of the portico also looking out to the sea an open archway to the east leads inside you can go ahead and make me a knowledge religion check. Ooh. I'd, I'd really like to know aid. why she's facing I'm the sea to aid. when the lake is just right there. She faces the lake, okay? <laughs> the book kind of like takes lake and sea and mixes the two. It's a bay. Saltwater Lake?
2: I'm really getting hung up on this. I don't think I can let it go. I'm
0: I think Asian. aids. Maybe. For AIDS. Yeah, I auto-aid.
1: And Air Bear? I don't think Air Bear has knowledge okay. religion.
4: That's fine. That'll be a 45. Sure. Uh, the DC was 15.
1: Uh, you I would rec- like to know her weaknesses and special attacks. <laughs> you, uh, you recognize that the statue as a construct. Uh, no, you recognize the statue as an obscure depiction of Gazra used by some coastal communities on Lake and Cool. Uh, I imagine you head inside. You want to go ahead and place yourselves on the map.
3: That's concerning. And in this instance, I think Freya would actually be uh, up front, being a a follower of Arastil. She has a bit of a connection with nature, so uh, she would want to be up at the lead. Sure.
1: As you head in, you see two leaded stained glass windows to the north and south, and they display images of the same mermaid that was depicted on the statue outside. Uh, again, two doors and an open archway lead to the east. But what you also see is a line of shoes. Okay.
0: We should probably also take off our shoes, right?
1: Yeah, I'll roll over that 45 religion. Uh, you, think, you think that, yeah, people that worship here probably take off their shoes before they worship. Um, and you can see that there are currently 11 pairs lined up. If we came here for information it may be a faux pas
4: to continue with our shoes on. I would encourage all of you to follow my lead and take off your shoes.
0: Yeah, Eclipse will remove her boots in a double check
3: that they're not magical. I can't remember.
1: Goodbye, boots of haste.
3: Oh, no! Freya removes her boots and will lose the healing ability
1: that, that comes with them. Of the oh Earth. no.
3: <laughs> Nobody better
0: steal them. I have plain boots on. It's not like Tulio where I have the lightning boots. So
1: Unfortunately, everybody can detect magic in this temple and realizes the boots are valuable.
2: No. Uh, can I chain my boots to a post or something to... Keep like,
1: them safe. yeah they actually have like a little vestibule for magical boots where it's like you you have your your boot locks it's like oh, perfect, perfect. It's like when you chain up your grill to your deck yep yep this is clearly a bad neighborhood chain up your boots
4: <laughs> yep
3: it's a town of past smugglers we
2: can't trust them with their boots
1: well that sounds completely uh Normal, so yeah, yeah, let's,
2: let's casually roll up and just announce that
1: we are uncomfortable with them. <laughs> so, you head into the next room, okay? Uh, this is the these are all church terms, so bear with me. But this is the Bethel, uh, and you see warped wooden pews that stand within this central meeting hall, they're decorated with a decidedly nautical theme. Lyra would have loved it. A wooden statue of the same mermaid depicted elsewhere in the temple stands at the front of the hall. Though she holds a strange octopoid creature in one hand rather than a conch shell. And you see in the pews several people uh, seated in prayer. Go make me a perception check. Okay.
3: 25
0: for Freya.
1: 25 and a 35? Same here.
0: 18 unless it's a disguise.
1: Also, What is it with a disguise? I don't like that. 22. 22. Okay, uh, Matumbe and Freya. And me. What did you get? 25. Okay, Matumbe, Freya, and Air Bear. You notice that uh, when you look at the statue from across the room... The flowing locks of hair on the statue look almost like writhing tentacles. Oh my god. And the face has a decidedly more ichthyic cast, which, like, fish like. You also know, well, Freya is the only one that notices this with stone cunning.
4: Wait, whoa. I beat her check
1: by 10. (laughs) That's not good enough for
4: stone cunning? You're
1: looking at the statue. Shut your mouth. Cray, <laughs> <laughs> you notice with your dwarven eyes. Bullshit. Um, <laughs> the entire western wall of this hall is not stone like the rest of the hall. It is, in fact, a secret door.
0: Oh. Where's west?
1: This entire wall. That's east. That's east. Sorry. East. says west in the book. The big old compass, the giant. Compass. This entire wall, okay. the wall that I'm pointing at. <laughs> the that's definitely east. But look,
0: yeah, yeah okay. you said west. Did I say west? Yeah.
1: Let's see. You Let's see that. what it says. All right, Patrick, start with your. It piece. says the entire western wall. Okay, uh, that's it. Wow. That's it's not my fault. Wall.
2: Man, first the, the sea entire of lake. eastern
1: wall of the hall is a secret door. <laughs> Uh, that you, Frey, you think could be folded and moved aside? Oh,
2: so it's kind of like one of those like hotel partitions between their
1: dance halls, type of thing. Uh, Matumbe, Frey is focused on this uh, this wall. Why don't you make me a knowledge religion check on the statue?
2: Okay. And also, just out of character, do one of the. People that, or I guess, characters that saw the sea sage effigy—does that look like what is being held by the statue now?
1: Not quite. I mean, the sea sage effigy was never seen by the party, so you, oh, you okay. never know. Okay, never mind then. Uh, Thirty-three. Thirty-three. Um, Freya, do you have religion?
3: Ah, uh, she does. Can she aid?
1: Please roll the
4: aid. Sounds like the DC's thirty-five.
0: I have knowledge, religion, Ooh, aid.
1: aid. Yeah, but you didn't perceive. The, okay, fine. Okay, you aid.
0: Yes, Fred. Okay, aid.
1: so you whisper about the the secret door and maybe the the octopus hair and stuff. And Matumbe, you recognize the statue as a covert altar. To the Demon Lord Dagon.
0: Oh, shit. Oh, shit.
4: That was also the Demon Lord that I crucified somebody around in a flashback hundreds of episodes ago. And when I say that, I mean like 100 episodes
1: ago. Upon your entry into this hallway, the praying members of this church stand up. Guys, one this of them is really bad. <laughs> one of them comes towards you. I apologize. However, the recondite order of the indomitable Sea is not unfortunately is not open to outsiders. This is a uh, a local a community church. We're going to have to ask you to please uh, step out the way you came. Uh, thank you for taking your shoes off. That was very considerate. But please
4: please move along. I know in a lot of situations like this Matumbe usually kind of takes the lead but right now if you guys look over he just starts sweating because he he knows this is bad news. And he's keeping his mouth shut.
3: And there are 11 people outside of us. There are 11
1: pairs of shoes.
3: How many people you do we see? You only see
1: four in the room. Hmm. But you do see several doors on either side. And you know there's a secret door along the eastern wall.
3: we men you know harm. I come as a devout follower of a rastal. I just want to help the community and be able to connect in nature. We might be here for a little while.
1: Outsiders come. Outsiders leave. We don't need your aid. We serve the community just fine. You don't worship Gazra. There's no need for you to seek out this temple. You can worship Erastel on your own in the woods.
3: Erastel is a friend to Gazra. We can both worship nature
1: together. Well, I would suggest that uh, we do that in nature. Uh, there's no need for you to uh, butt your head in in local affairs. As as I've said, the the temple is open to ill marshers only, and if you refuse to leave I'll I'll have to go get the sheriff
4: you so quickly tell my friend to go worship in nature is Gazra not the embodiment of nature why in this case then do you profess your love for the god under a roof in between four walls
1: well we're close enough to the water here, would you suggest that we worship Gazra submerged?
4: No, I suggest no such thing. I just am curious as an outsider. Well, as
1: an outsider, you should know we took a holy site, an area close to the bay, and made it suitable for anyone in town to worship here. You wouldn't expect the infirm and the weak and the children to head out into the woods or head out into the surf to worship. And so we have a place of comfort that they can still worship to their God. I don't understand. As a holy man, I can see you're wearing the symbol of Pharasma. Why don't you go worship in a graveyard? Why are uh, all of your holy sites not just over-the-top-of-dead people? You have a temple and you have a graveyard for that specific purpose you oh, don't yes, uh so a lot of our... actually all of our holy sites are over graves well ossuaries yes next to them yes you don't uh go over the grave of your grandmother and pray to ferazma that's not where you uh hold your sermons i would if i knew where she were buried <laughs>
4: I know it's kind of a joke, but uh Matume says that absolutely seriously.
1: <laughs> and if he does, this guy yeah. has enough knowledge of religion to know you're not from here. Yeah. You're not from Ustalov and don't really understand Pharasman custom.
4: Right, yeah. And that's that's kind of the point I'm getting at. Like I kind of I kinda said that jokely, but Matume himself would absolutely believe, yeah,
1: of course I would pray over someone's grave. Yeah. Well then my friend, you have a you have a warped um I won't say it's incorrect, but you have a warped viewpoint on how religion, at least the religions that operate in Ustelov operate. I ask her to leave the temple because this temple is not for Arastal. It is not open to the public. And she would be better off serving her god out in nature. I'm not saying that all worshippers of Erastel worship in nature. There are temples to Erastel, of which you could find some if you would just kindly leave. He's making a lot of sense, especially to me
4: with with my with my faith. But you gotta know, I gotta sense that motive.
2: <laughs> I gotta do it. I'd also like to percept the other. Is also gonna sense three in this room. Uh, what ex- have they completely stopped what they're doing and are staring at us or are they like oh, good question Good yeah, question. Uh, I didn't perceive about to pull out their weapons type of deal
0: I'll perceive that as well because Eclipse at this point honestly not much of this seems very surprising to mm-hmm. her so she's gonna just perceive what they were 18 unless it's disguises in which mm-hmm. case add 4
4: my sense motive is uh, at a 33.
2: Okay. My perception is also an 18, and for disguises, 18. Okay.
1: <laughs> uh, 18 is more than enough to literally lo- look into the room you're in and see these guys have gotten up and are knocking on the doors in the rest of the chapel. Uh, you sense a motive. This, this guy is trying to avoid violence.
2: Oh, okay. And The rest of the people are like alerting everyone I'll else say, yeah, with to, your 33 like, cents
1: okay. motive, you can tell that like the rest of those 11 shoes are being alerted. Okay. I I guess at that point, oh, uh, Haley, go ahead.
0: I think I think what we should do and I'm not the right spokesman for this one, but I think what we should do then is say that yeah we'll leave and go get our shoes but we would like to have a conversation with anyone who's willing to talk to us or something like that yeah. outside of the church we'll we'll go outside that's fine
1: mm-hmm.
4: so i guess pick, picking up off that matumbe M- M- is just gonna say uh, my friend i'm sorry if we committed some faux pas wandering into your place of worship believe me no offense was intended we merely travel with a friend of the great god Gazra, our friend Freya, who worships Erastil. And if this is not a good place for her to worship, that is understandable for us. We will worship elsewhere. We would like to talk to you about your local customs concerning the wind and the waves, Gazra. But maybe now is not the right time and here is not the right place. Maybe outside to delete a date. Making me a
1: diplomacy check.
4: Okay.
0: Can clip's aid by taking a few steps backwards actively?
1: Mm-mm.
0: Okay.
4: Putting on your shoes?
0: Like, yeah. <laughs> like actively working on my way out.
4: <laughs> Not wonderful. That's going to be a 17.
1: I'll tell you what. If you leave right now... You'll be safe to practice whatever you want to practice wherever else in this town. I do not wish to have a religious discussion with either you or your Erastal worshiping friend. We have business we need to attend to in here. If you're on your way now, I can at least ensure that the flock doesn't give you much trouble while you stay in town. How's that?
4: Like I said, we pursue no troubles. I would very much appreciate if your flock does not trouble us. And we will not trouble your flock. You have my word.
3: We only wish to fit in with your community and learn your customs so we can not cause troubles like this in the future.
1: Well, then I suggest finding somebody in this community that will have a child with you and having a child in this community because that's the only thing that's going to tie you here. You'll be an outsider to us until that happens.
4: I am already a father of three, but my compatriots, I think, are in the prime.
1: I don't know how half dwarfs, half wyangs, or half ratfolk work. work.
4: But... Uh, well, Freya has gray streaks in her hair. I think child rearing is... Long past her, but my friend Air Bear, he is very virile.
1: Oh no! Best of luck. <laughs> <laughs>
4: he I just say
1: shuts the <laughs> <laughs> shuts the Bethel door on the four of you, and you're left in the kind of vestibule to gather your shoes and leave.
0: I'm sorry, the youngest for their your race are Air Bear and Wa- and like Eclipse as a Yang and like we're probably the least likely to ever be accepted.
4: Wait, how are you? How are you down there? You're like 65, right?
0: Yeah, but for my the race, Youngest that's for their race,
4: though. What's maturity for for Wyang?
0: Like, it's it's uh, we're an old race. I think Wyang's oh
2: are wow, nearly elf. I did
1: I didn't realize that at yeah. all. Yeah,
2: I'm actually pretty middle aged.
1: So yeah, he- <laughs> Air Bear is kind of matumbe age for his race, almost.
0: Meeting Maybe huh. 50. T- one maybe yeah fifty one uh, that is not unusual in fact I'm fairly young for my race
4: Wow hm. all right so I guess as the door gets slammed in our face and we're outside um can I roll a retroactive uh, knowledge I-, I think it might be religion I know a little bit about what a Dagon is, so I it could be planes, just to understand a little bit more about that, Griff. Absolutely, yeah, it would be
1: a religion. Cool.
0: Wait, I did just find out, try out to that eight? middle age is 100 years old. So oh, I'm very oh, young. You're
1: like a kid. Oh <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, no, I mean, middle age for people would be what, like 40 to 60? What's considered middle age for people?
3: <laughs> humans?
1: For humans. Like forty? Yeah, forty to fifty. Like forty, so you'd be like you'd be in your twenties at sixty-five.
0: I'm fifty.
1: Oh, you're only fifty. Yeah, I uh, thought you were sixty-five. No, I'm I'm
0: like fifty. Well, then you're like exactly twenty
1: years old. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, What'd you get on that knowledge religion? I got a twenty-seven. Okay, twenty-seven. You know that Dagon is known as the shadow in the sea, the shadow lord of the sea. He's a demon lord. I th- I think as, as we're
4: kind of walking away from this place, because we don't want to have this conversation too close to the door. Absolutely, um, yeah. is kind of kind of uh, gesticulate to his friends, like huddle up a little bit, and then he's going to look specifically at Freya. Freya, I know you are a worshiper of Rastu, and Rastu is a good friend of the deity Gozra, the wind and the waves, but... This mermaid that you see out front of this temple, this mermaid who looks like Gazra, this is a facade. In fact, I think the people inside worship the deity, I almost said Gazra. In fact, I believe the people inside worship the deity Dagon, a horrific, horrific, Horrific demon.
3: Makes sense they would throw us out then. I saw a false wall behind that statue. They may have another altar back there where they show their true intentions for their god.
2: They are also very jumpy when we uh, entered. They are certainly alerted now to some extent, but they do not want us snooping around.
4: No, they do not. I worry how much we are going to be able to
2: figure out if they are this, this protective. Certainly not in the daytime.
1: Uh, further, you would know that Dagon is obviously chaotic evil as a demon uh, and is the god of deformity sea monsters in the sea. Is um, His sacred animal is a fish. Um, the symbol is a gold disc inscribed with sinister runes around an open octopus eye with a favored weapon of a trident.
4: This fake Gozra effigy looking towards the bay... I think it's quite clear there's hostile intentions here.
1: One thing that you think that is probably, you know, more important than just the surface level description of Dagon, Mm -hmm. something you've probably read uh, or, or even heard from that man that you crucified in your past, Dagon, the worship of Dagon often Happens in underground places by the sea, and you think if there's a church to dig on, it may not be connected to the church, or it may be. But there's probably an underground area of worship as well. There's
0: probably a basement.
4: So yeah, okay. I I, I think you're right, Haley. But just to clarify. Not like underground, like uh a, like a I mean underground no, like as literally like sub caves. Yeah. Okay. Like
1: like worship happens in
0: Oh. Yeah, I didn't even non, uh, Yeah.
1: No, yeah. Um, happens in like natural formed caverns. You say
4: that there was a false back to this church, but perhaps there's a cave below or an entrance to a basement. I think the true worship could be happening down there, and what we saw above was just a facade.
3: That's very possible. We have no idea what they're hiding back there. So... I didn't prepare it today, but in the future, maybe some stone shape would help us get into this building, or into their temple.
2: So, I know it was... Completely out of character, but Haley, you mentioned that you're very young for your race. Yeah, he said that like the only way that we were going to like anywhere be accepted in this town is a child. How childlike is this? Like offering. He, I think he meant to talk. have a child. Like with to, a logo. Oh, to have yeah. a have
1: like to okay, have a tournament
0: permanently- league. Okay. To another person not, in the okay.
1: town. So it's not necessarily just bring a it's, child. It's like the same notion that Horace has given you guys where it's like he's lived here for 10 years and is still treated like an outsider in a lot of facets of life. Like if you went back and talked to him and I'll just say this, he, he would tell you that like he he doesn't go to church here. He's not allowed to go to church got it, here. Got it. Has to he me had it's any about- affairs?
0: <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> um, I would say to me though it's all not about having that pr- the permanent link to the town and unless you have a permanent link to the town like chorus yeah. could up and leave at any point in time and the town would not be affected meanwhile if that bartender up and left at any point in time the town would probably be affected because she's a staple You're
1: telling me Croon the crackpot is not a
2: staple no they gods forbid
1: day god forbid that be the case So you were kind of unceremoniously kicked out and you're having uh, these conversations about Dagon. What's your next step?
0: Honestly, at this point, I wonder if it is resting because it's probably early night still, but we could potentially rest and then get up super early if we wanted to do any sort of other reconnaissance.
1: I think that's a good call. You could certainly, it's, it's like early evening. So you if you went to bed at like eight o'clock, you could definitely wake up really early and and try and figure something out. What 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 do my fellow players think here about
4: taking Griffin's suggestion of sleeping at about eight, waking up I don't know, four in the morning, eight hours, and then going to this temple before it opens and kind of doing a little bit of investigating.
3: That's exactly what I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do we know if they hold like strange uh like worship at strange times? Hours. like since, since you
1: know since you know that it is a church of Dagon, you would know that they're not they're not doing anything before sunrise. So if you okay. were to if you were to show up at like four in the morning, likely everybody in there would be asleep. Okay. I would also However, you don't know about like the if there's they're this uptight about people entering and now they know that you're here. You don't know if there's going to be a watch or, or whatever. I, I was just about to bring that up. I
2: think maybe they're as tomorrow, smart as you guys, right? Yeah, maybe tomorrow morning isn't necessarily the absolute best time because we just came, we just got kicked out. Maybe we just... I don't know. Observe for as much time as possible, but still be hasty about the whole situation, to where we're not arousing suspicion
1: or even just visiting Horus. Yeah, I just want to recenter everybody here because, like, you are finding out weird stuff about this town, mm-hmm. right? And that's that's very interesting for your characters. But the driving force beside. Behind your characters being here is the fact that you're on the clock to find this rider. Yeah,
0: exactly what I was about to say. Like, it maybe makes sense for us to do exactly what Brooks is talking about, which is observe for a little bit, but like once it becomes normal hours, so we could observe, understand like the potential weaknesses, check the building around, all of those things. But then once it becomes normal, like business hours, we need to start seeking out other people. Um, other notable people that might have known or been the reason why the writer was visiting. So like example, the bartender talked about the mayor like some of the only to own visitors are people who visit the mayor for some reason or another. Like mm-hmm. those are some of those things that I think we could start doing. So I totally am in agreement with Brooks, but for a different reason.
1: <laughs> well, I actually think it's quite interesting and I'll give this to you again because I think Matumbe had rolled like a 42 on the knowledge nobility about this place and I think that still applies to the mayor it's a it's a similar situation that you had in Thrushmore where somebody has you think somebody's either been installed or like been approved by the the count of Versex to rule over this place mm-hmm. and so when you talk about somebody being in contact with people outside of the town that person kind of has to be Like, the mayor, regardless of how insular the community is, the mayor has to be in contact, at least with the tax collectors and the county and that kind of thing. So if anybody's going to be open to outsiders, it's going to be the mayor in a place like this. Right. All right. So hear me out.
4: It's not too late yet. We talked to the mayor, and then... We go back to the inn to close out the night just to hang out in that first level to see if that the the, the Dark Rider comes back. Because I think that we talked about that a while ago, that we want to be back around nighttime to see when those other visitors who are taking those other rooms up in the Bountiful Catch Inn, we see when they come back, if they do, tonight.
2: Let's keep in mind also that we're... In this town, under the disguise that we are helping, Horus, is there? He's
1: gonna have to move after this. You guys a the
2: <laughs> Shocks! We we completely wrecked Horus. Now, darn.
1: Ooh, I guess I'll follow
2: you. Right. <laughs> I'm an alchemist, level nine. Just Let's level yeah, if
4: up he crew. Keep slinging bombs like you did before. Yeah, we'll take them.
2: Yeah, but I I think. In the daytime, it, it's certainly a cover that we could use. That we seek out water-breathing technology or swimming abilities uh, to further his his inventions or to this is what his research. this is this is what he's. Uh, asked for us to seek out blessings of day Go upon you you could breathe water now. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> but like yeah I I, I'll give it to you our- that you guys are, are kind of like doing a couple of weird things uh, under the cover that you're under you know going to this church is probably not a traditional thing uh, inventors helpers would do so, so I, I understand. Religious. I understand maybe. I understand so curious, maybe going around town and and trying to cover your tracks a little bit in that sense, like asking the right questions to make it still seem like you are Horace's helpers.
2: Yeah, like the general store having I don't know s- screws and nails and nuts and bolts type of thing. What? You
1: guys have caulk guns.
0: What are you talking about? He's an inventor. Yeah, he's an of
1: inventor. Course. Yeah. Right. Um, okay, so... what are go to the general store. And get so why don't we go nuts. with, for the rest of the day... Where else do you get screws and nuts and bolts at a small town? For the rest of the day, let's have you guys... I mean, if you want to... If you want to do the general store, if you want to go to the town hall to talk to the mayor, uh, I'll say it's, it's really not that late. Like, you had a drinking thing with... Uh, Oh, you know well, we at did the, some at day the, drinking. At the while I crack in, right? But Matume is sober, and it's probably only four in the afternoon.
0: Okay, so then there to me, there's two options though. Because as much as like I would like to do those other things, if we still want to be there for the dinner time, it's four o'clock. People start usually coming in for dinner sometime around that five or six. So is it now is the time for us to hang out in the inn? I know and until just to watch for people and then go to bed and then tomorrow we wake up with the plan to do the general store and mayor stuff
1: that sounds fine you get the sense that it's not like these people are going anywhere right like you you have time it's just your internal time clock which is hey the longer we Fuck around the further potentially this Dark Rider is, but you don't know. I mean, you don't have any information on the Dark Rider, right? So So
0: that's why what I'm saying. Like our best information is probably catch him at dinner or right before he goes to bed. And so for us right now, if it's 4 p.m., people start coming in for dinner around five, like the early birds do. So it's like from five to eight. That's the time, like crucial time period. So Rube
1: Dreely's back. Oh God! Great. (laughs) Upon arrival at the bountiful catch-in you see that there are more people in here the farmers that you had recognized earlier are still here but it appears they had you, you think they'd probably left and come back for dinner uh, there are people eating and you do see Rube Dreeley behind the bar and also helping to serve the patrons. What are you guys doing? I think our best move is to settle in,
4: have a good meal, and keep an eye on the clientele, and see what walks in that door.
3: We need a table with a good vantage point so we can see the whole room.
1: Get a good corner booth. Mm-hmm. Sure, you can find a corner booth pretty easily, uh, and you spend the evening eating a meal prepared by... Rube himself is it fish? it is fish now, oh, now that so you fishy. ask it, it, it's a fish meal <laughs> uh, even if it wasn't fish even if somebody was a vegetarian it'd still have a fishy taste oh, mm. and you sit in the corner and you watch and you only see just these pale thin haired wide eyed folk walking in and getting a meal getting a drink leaving eventually nobody really sparks your interest here huh and you see the two farmers get up and they head upstairs what do you do
0: i mean i don't think there's any reason why we need to follow farmers
1: yeah, unless we want to roll
4: a sense motive on them that doesn't seem at, out of the ordinary. They right. had rooms, they're going to
1: bed.
0: Seems super normal to me. Is that
1: something you want me to roll a sense motive on Greg? No, no, no. I was just thinking maybe you'd want to know which room this out of town trader is living in, but
4: Oh, by process I see, of elimination I see seeing okay. There's three
1: rooms. Okay. Is well? there
2: a strange sound coming out of
1: one of the rooms? Yes. Yeah, sixth room, the one that... <laughs> <laughs> the one that Rube is in, and uh, all right, he's just announced to the group, "It's private time." <laughs> 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 he runs upstairs. He heads upstairs uh, for about fifteen minutes, and as you follow him up, you do hear uh, some. It sounds like quite the clatter. Who's who's got a who's got a good stealth check in this party? Who wants six to six here? Fifteen. I got a thirteen. I I think uh, I had assumed that. Air Bear was gonna be your guy, but That's just so thinking, you yeah. know,
0: hey, uh, if you wanted to
1: use your once per day thing that you have, yeah, good. The question. hand can also go into that six room.
0: Hey, now, just another secondary question, right? um If I'm ethereal, uh, can anyone see me? They cannot. All right, neat. Snap. <laughs> My clothes is going up.
4: Ecclesia's so, you got ethereal. that in episode 100, right? Yeah, she did. Yeah. So, this is uh, episode 131. We're finally using the ethereal hey, armor. We
0: used it in 100 part 2. Did we? Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. First of wow. all, uh, that's
1: but. how you reconned uh, Saw and oh, Mania being yeah. in the top yeah. room. Yes, you can use it. You have a fly speed now, and you can move at half your speed through pretty much anything. Yeah. Uh, the cool thing about your armor is that it lasts for like fucking ever.
0: Oh yeah, no, it lasts forever. I have no issues here. I'm gonna go into every single fucking room.
1: Okay. Do you want to go over to the other
2: uh Don't temple? go into the
3: sixth room.
0: Um, if I had time to go to the tomorrow? temple, I would. Potentially that would be something I'd want to do tomorrow, but mostly I would care about this dark raid right now. Yeah. Time for me to so
1: you sneak through the rooms. Uh, the the first two rooms, you can tell, are uh, are where the farmers probably are staying. Um, looks a little disheveled in there. The third room, you could just get into. And it's pretty apparent that this bed has not been slept in for some time. Huh. Um, you, you remember it being said that... Uh, this Lucas fellow uh, had some kind of business going on, but it seems like there's like no materials in this room. The room seems pretty dour, and you can actually even see a little bit of dust forming. Seems like he hasn't been in here in days. Yet, Rube said that the room is being paid for, so he couldn't rent it out to you.
0: And then the other two rooms are very obviously just being used. Yeah, something. that's what yeah, i was saying. Yeah. Like the other okay. two
1: rooms are definitely the farmer's rooms. Uh, you get into them, and even from the ethereal plane, mm. you can smell the
0: yeah. the
1: smell of uh, of working clothes.
0: And and Damn. did I look into the sixth room already?
1: You hear. Haley, <laughs> are you sure you want that? As you approach the ethereal plane, you just start to hear a rhythmic... <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, no! I turn around. You approach. <laughs> I turn around. <laughs> turn around.
1: You turn around.
0: Turn around so quick. It'll
1: forever be a mystery.
0: I don't know what he's doing. I don't want to know.
1: He's hanging pictures. <laughs> 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 Private business.
4: The walls, of the, the walls of the room are covered in frames.
1: Oh, God. He's coated the entire room in framed pictures of his family.
4: Oh,
0: So I can stay in ethereal for as long as I want, but once I return, I'm done. Yes. How far far away is it? Across the square. Okay. Is there any way for me to leave any sort of note or anything? I can't do anything because I'm in the ethereal plane. You have to
1: end your etherealness if you want to contact your friends. I feel like this is something we would have talked about before you
4: went, though. Like, I don't think it is. I think 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 you literally
1: went upstairs to check on this guy.
0: And I saw something. I didn't see anything. And I I have the realization, right, that this ability is limited. I legitimately wonder if Eclipse would be like, I have the opportunity. Just like, what's behind that secret wall? And it's not like
3: true seeing would allow someone to. To view you in the True ethereal plane, It does. Oh, it wow. does. Okay.
1: Sight into the ethereal plane, limited sight, but sight nonetheless.
3: So they could know that you're there, but not necessarily like. If you come you. within
1: like 15 feet of them or something, they
3: can I mean, see you. It's
1: okay. gotten okay. darker, so there's so.
3: That. Eclipse would like to go
0: around back of the temple. Okay. And not go in. But because she's ethereal, I would like to stick my head through.
1: Sure. You see that the hidden chamber behind the secret wall is decorated floor to ceiling with disturbing carvings of devilfish, krakens, octopuses, squid, and other bizarre sea life, as well as an, as unsettling depictions of human women mating with strange fish men from the sea. At the far end of the room, a semicircular pool of water stands before a large blood-stained altar. On the wall above the altar, a carving of a giant, unwinking octopoid eye gazes over the room, surrounded by sinister twisting runes. By Matumbe's description, this would be the holy symbol of Dagon.
0: I don't see anything else.
1: That's what you see in the room?
0: That's all I'm gonna do for now. Uh, Again, this was Eclipse's, like, Her curiosity got the better of her because there was nothing else interesting she could have possibly reported to her friends. She wanted something. So she runs back uh, to the tavern. I guess probably goes up to their rooms and then becomes back in the material plane again and then walks down casually as though she just went up to go get something and then came back down like sometime later and she would sit down at the table and say, okay, so I did something a little risky.
4: What did you do?
0: Well, uh, well I, didn't, I didn't see anything. In fact, that room looked totally untouched. The one that is never, um, that probably is, is not, it's, it's not the farmers, we know that. Um, the other room is totally untouched. It looks as though maybe no one has slept there in a long time. So, I didn't want to come back with nothing. Um, I don't regularly get to use this ability, so I went and took a peek into the church.
4: You did not.
0: In the secret door.
2: You are tempting fate, Eclipse.
4: Very dangerous.
2: Well, I mean, did you get... Were you noticed? I mean, I... I mean... Let's at least make sure that she didn't get noticed, but I don't see any harm as this, Matumbe.
0: I mean, I was on a different plane.
4: You don't know what these people believe in. You don't know what these people worship.
0: Oh, I saw it!
4: It is... otherworldly.
0: Yeah, so that's what that room is. It's horrifying. Blood everywhere. Dagon symbol, clearly. I was only
1: on the altar, though.
0: Blood <laughs> everywhere.
1: Blood everywhere. Pictures of his family everywhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, so then, um, the really horrible thing that I feel really bad about is I looked in the sixth room. Um, anyways, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm kidding, but, yeah, she would basically talk about and describe that room as in clear as details she can
1: remember. Yeah, and I think at that point, Mutumbe obviously knows that that's a Dagon worshiping site and that's probably the true altar of the of the church. Mm-hmm.
0: But I didn't see anywhere to go down.
4: Did you explore anywhere else in the temple? There were many rooms we did not venture into.
0: Not yet, but I could definitely probably try that tomorrow. I just... I didn't want to go too far without telling you guys, but I also didn't want to waste it today
2: Tumbe you t- did mention something about on the water uh, is it possibly in the bay or I guess yeah I guess if we find some sort of water source other than the bay maybe there is a different temple
4: I cannot answer that question, Mr. I do not know if there is another temple, but I do know this Dagon has a connection to the sea. could be that there are other effigies to him somewhere out in the bay, but I know no basis for this. It's just a hypothesis.
2: Eclipse is there a way that uh, within this room... That you could reach the sea any differently? I mean, there was water.
0: There was water and two doors.
2: A small pool? Or possibly deeper?
0: Um, I mean, I don't know how deep it was. I just looked in and saw a half circle of water.
4: You mentioned blood. Did you see the carcass of an animal or the body of a human?
0: And it was mostly just blood splattered across an altar. Hmm.
2: This has me worried. It truly does. It was good recon, nonetheless. Uh, especially the room and the secret room.
3: I think it also shows that stand around this inn we might not find our dark rider. We... It's possible they left and went somewhere unnoticed or they could still be here somewhere else.
2: Either way. Eclipse, this ability is very, very interesting and could come up handy once again.
0: Oh, definitely.
2: See you guys... Turn in for the night.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's it, right?
4: I don't. Yeah, I don't know what to do with that information besides
1: hold on to it, catalog it. it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. So you guys turn in for the evening. At this point, it's a little bit later. So you're, if you want your eight hours, you're probably not going to get up at four in the morning. You can get up relatively early in the morning, but uh, you don't wake up on your own. At least not Eclipse and Frey. I assume we're going boys and girls.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Eclipse and Freya, you hear a hammering knock on your door. Real Anders Town Sheriff, open up. And with that, I need you to finish your drinks. Because we'll see you next week. Oh, Uh -oh. Oh, dear. Oh, no.